Are you with somebody who isolates you? Maybe keeps you from interacting with friends or you can't go out or if you do go out, you get in trouble for it or you get a silent treatment. Maybe going out and interacting with your family or going to your family's house for dinner might end up being a big ordeal or a big blow up. Sometimes we see narcissists that isolate other people that keep them from going out, from hanging out, from being with other people, not because they're coming out and saying no, but because they're doing small, subtle things that oftentimes you never realize is actually limiting you and isolating you from the friends and the family that you have in your life. If you guys are new here, my name is Ben Taylor. I'm a self-aware narcissist on this channel to provide awareness, growth, healing, and change. And we do it on all the different platforms, dropping small nuggets of truth each day on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, LinkedIn, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and Spotify, all under Raw Motivations. So if you haven't had a chance, like or subscribe on any of those platforms. If you want to hear from the wife's perspective, check out our new podcast called Trauma, Drama, and Life, where my wife and I go into detail, like actually walking through some of the ups and downs of dealing with the narcissist of being married to a narcissist, of going to counseling with a narcissist, things like that. So feel free to check that out on Apple Podcasts. It's called Trauma, Drama, and Life. If you haven't had people in your life to help support you, you need to build that support. And you need to find people in your life that are healthy and that are able to come alongside you and help guide you in the right direction. That's why we created the NARC app, Narcissistic Abuse Recovery Community. It's a community of like-minded people to help you heal, grow, and change. There's people on there daily making friendships, interacting with others, getting advice, getting support from people alongside with the courses, the challenges, the tracking your no contact, the recording your truth, and weekly lives that we have inside the app and monthly coaching calls that come together with people all across the globe, being able to interact, respond to other people, and help in that growth journey moving forward. So check that out. Go to narcapp.com, N-A-R-C-A-P-P.com. Last off, I want to leave you with is the journal that we recently came out with called From Fantasy to Reality. Feel free to be able to check that out. It's on Amazon.com, link is in the bio, but it's got over 100 prompts that a lot of people have been saying has been very, very influential and challenging going through and having to write down answers to the questions of like, wait a second, what am I actually believing? What am I actually thinking? If you want to talk to me sometime or interact or go through some coaching to be able to get some clarity from the confusion, go to rawmotivations.com. Would love to be able to help you there. So when we're talking about a narcissist isolating people, a lot of times you have a, a group of people that are only like, that's not going to be me. I would never be controlled by a narcissist. Well, a lot of times people all think that. They all think like, hey, I would never fall prey to someone telling me what to do or what not to do. And you'd be right. A lot of people think that that's not going to be the case for them. However, a lot of times narcissists don't just come out and say, hey, I'm going to control you. I'm going to manipulate you. Just FYI, here's my red flag. Can you hold it for me? A lot of times they're not so overt about what they're doing, especially when we talk about isolation and especially when we talk about covert narcissists that isolate you through small, subtle means. You see, a lot of times a narcissist isn't going to tell you just no. And they're not going to tell you like you can't do this or you can't do this. Normally, it has to be a lot more subtle, a lot more underneath, under the tones, passive aggressive, different things like that, that are going to make you know and realize what you have to do to stay in the right lane, to stay in the right idea of what's going on. And if you don't, well, then you're going to get in trouble. Today, I want to talk through five different ideas, five different topics, really, of how narcissists isolate you. 
Because a lot of times people get isolated from their friends, from their family, all different types of things. And all of a sudden they realize that they're 100% alone. They don't go out. They don't interact. They don't have people they can text. They don't have friends. They don't have family. And everyone's been alienated from them. So let's look into how narcissists actually do that. One of the big ways that a narcissist does, does isolate you would be number one, would be time. Now, when you first get with a narcissist and you have all the love bombing and the interactions and all the time spent together, it feels pretty good, right? Like it feels like this is an amazing thing. Like we're always connected. We're always together. It's so wonderful. And then over a period of time, you start to realize that that stuck togetherness is 24-7. Like dating, engagement, marriage, whatever it might be, it's 24-7. It's like hand in hand, going everywhere together. And you start realizing it's not just a sweet thing because there's no aspect of being able to have any personal space, any time to be able to think or go to the bathroom alone, whatever it might be. And you realize, wait a second, like we're always together. You see, a lot of times narcissists will need that attention. If I need to have that constant attention, that constant affection, that constant admiration from someone else, and if I don't have that, well, then there's an issue. It goes back to object constancy. I'm like, wait a second, I don't know what to do if they're not in my life. So I have to keep them all in my life. And it seems like you can't be without them. It seems like they can't be without you. And at first it seems sweet, and then it starts going sour. Sometimes it's the idea of like just texting 24/7. Like you need to respond instantly. Like this needs to happen. Like you need to you need to be there for them whenever they want you. Things like that. For me, a lot of times that was the case with supplies. With people that I cheated on my wife with, I would be like I need to have this communication. I need to always be either together or I need to always be in communication of like I need this. This is something that I need otherwise it might not exist. A lot of times narcissists isolate you by taking over and controlling all of your time. Not by limiting you doing something, but just by taking up all the time so that you can't do anything. Second thing that narcissists oftentimes use to be able to isolate you is money. Money is a huge one that narcissists use to isolate you, and that's through the financial abuse. Financial abuse is real. A lot of times people don't understand what's actually going on because they're like, oh, well, I thought it was supposed to be the other way. I, I thought this is how it's supposed to be. But oftentimes you'll see in a relationship, especially a marriage, narcissists control all the money, not have any access to anyone else, and it's only them. They get to see everything. Now we're talking about not just like, hey, I've got this account over here, but we're talking about, hey, I've spent thousands, millions of dollars, and you have no clue about it. Or I've wasted away all of our life savings and you know have, have no clue about it. Or you can't go do this. You can't do this. A lot of times we'll have people that have been in relationships for a period of time. They've never seen the bank accounts. They've never had connected accounts. They've never worked through that to see if there's any honesty, what's actually going on there. They'll have a financial abuse of thing. We can't afford to go on this trip, but they're making tons of money. They'll be upset at someone else buying things. Like all these types of things of like fear of that financial abuse that's actually happening. For myself, a lot of times how I exemplified this was in the marriage of saying like, hey, like we don't have we don't have the money to spend or go to the place to say, hey, spend the money. And then when she spends the money, then something else happens and I freak out and I'm like, ah, oh, it's always your fault. Like it would always go back to that of like, hey, I can't believe you just wasted that money. Like, don't you see? Like we need to pay this bill or whatever it might be. In that sense, a lot of times I would use money as a leverage to create fear for that financial abuse. So narcissists isolate you with time. They might isolate you with money. A lot of times they'll isolate you with guilt tripping. Okay. You don't want to spend time with me. 
Like, I can't believe it. Like, I thought I was, I was your person. I thought I was your best friend. I thought you wanted to spend time with me. Like, I thought you loved me. And a lot of times they'll guilt trip you with a lot of different aspects of abuse, but especially with isolation of like, I want to make sure that you feel bad that you're not investing into me. And as a result, you'll continue to invest, invest, invest in a narcissist and nothing really will come out of it. Like, I want you to invest in me and not other people. Maybe I'll pretend to be sad. Maybe I'll pretend to pout. Maybe I'll give you the silent treatment. You know, that's the kind of thought process of like, let me guilt trip you of like, hey, go have fun. I want you to have fun. And then you get what happens at the back end of maybe the silent treatment, the guilt tripping, the idea of like, hey, I'm glad you had fun because I didn't. Because I had an awful night here being all alone by myself. I can't believe you did that to me. That's the idea of like guilt tripping. There's another way where it slowly programs you over time. It's not safe to go out with friends. It's not safe to connect with family because of what I get on the backside. The fourth way is oftentimes divide and conquer. And when we talk about this, sometimes we have the aspect of triangulation that comes in where the narcissist is inserting themselves in another conversation or communicating one thing to you and one thing to another person. And with divide and, uh, divide and conquer and that triangulation piece, the idea is like, let me pit people against each other. Like, let me make them actually separate for. And so it ends up being like these small, tiny things, maybe just a text or a comment or a small slight or a passive aggressive like tone or something like that. They'll be like, did you did you see what they did? Like, I don't really feel okay around your friends. Like, they, they just don't seem right. Something seems off. And they'll slowly put these small little bits of doubt into your friendships, into your best friends, into your family, so that you pull away and you start trusting the narcissist over the people that are in their lives. A lot of times, the reason why they're doing this is because they don't want those people to actually know you, to speak truth in your life, to say, hey, this isn't healthy. So if they can isolate you, then they can control that narrative. The last one I'll say, number five, is location. A lot of times people move like state or countries for their job. Like they, the narcissist will say, hey, we need to go here. I feel like we need to go do this. I need to take this job. And you sacrifice all of your dreams, your hopes, and your family and your friends to move, and then you're stuck. Maybe you moved across the country to be with this person because it was a long-distance relationship, or they moved, then you moved. All these types of things happen, and it ends up being sometimes strategic to actually isolate you from those other people. It could even go as far as just being the aspect of location sharing of the narcissist is like, hey, let's share locations so you can tell when I'm coming home for dinner or so that I can make sure that you're safe if you're never answering. And it ends up being another way to isolate you from other people and control you. Why were you over here? I can't believe you did that. And a lot of times it's also a way for a narcissist to cheat because they can watch where you're at. They can make sure whoever's with them isn't there when you get home. So those are the five different things. One of the things I wanted to kind of make sure you understand is oftentimes it is not direct. Like if I can help like sum all this up, it's very subtle. It's very subtle for a narcissist to be able to come in, manipulate, and be in control of you. A narcissist, you see, wants you all to themselves. Like I want all the attention. I want to make sure it comes back all to me. If a supply isn't giving it, then maybe they're cheating and they go back to another person. They go back to another person. But it's like, I want everything back to me. That's the goal. So a lot of times the narcissist is like, if I can take you and if I can isolate you so that no one else has access to you, you'll always come back to me and then I have one of the best supplies. Like an endless battery in one sense when we're talking about supply from a narcissist. Hopefully that makes sense. Thank you guys for watching. Like, subscribe, and review. And we'll see you guys next time.